coming up on this episode of Never Late African Time. I was in a title that was number one in so many countries. I'm like, I'm living my actual dream. Mm. Oh. Often I just tell myself, just trust your gut instinct. Yes. 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 Oh my God, you do that as yes. a yes. Yeah. <laughs> This is our show. This mm. is the star I'm going to trust it. You don't like it. That's not for you. you yes. Netflix has so yes. many other shows for yes. you to watch. I'm very big on showing and celebrating my accolades, not for Absolutely. myself, yeah. but for everybody Every else watching. The first time I stepped onto a set was as a director. Sure. Wow. I was terrified. If the future is female, where are women as storytellers today? They're sitting around this table. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Never Late African Time. It's a podcast by Netflix that introduces us to the masterminds that have brought us world-class content and entertainment from all over the African content. My name is Adima Gondwan. I'm a podcaster and a radio host, and I'm going to be your chaperone as you shoot the breeze to really meet some of the coolest storytellers from all over Africa. So the name of this episode today is The Future is Female. It's a phrase that has in the last few years gained some popularity as the catchphrase for the full participation of women in all facets of society. I mean, we've seen t-shirts about this phrase, right? But it's from this standpoint that today we're going to have a conversation and discuss the position of African women in the film and television industry. My first guest today is Kemi Adetiba, one of Nigeria's iconic filmmakers and directors. She is a visual disruptor. She calls herself that, and I would agree, okay? Her debut feature, The Wedding Party, premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival. She's also the writer and director of the smash hit, King of Voice, and King of Voice, The Return of the King. And can we also say, she also provided extra lighting with all those crystals <laughs> in the ponytail. So thank you, a true you're director. Welcome, you're welcome. True I'm director. To be on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True director, thinking of extra things. Always. Okay. Also representing Nigeria is the actress Ini Dimi Okojier. Oh yes, come on face. Yes, yes. <laughs> she is the lead actress in the Nollywood Bollywood crossover film Namaste Wahala. Ini has also been nominated for Best Actress in a Drama at the Golden Movie Awards and Best Supporting Actress at the Nigerian Entertainment Awards. So we're joined by royalty. Oh yes, it's the royal blue. I'm here for it. Okay. Now coming back to South Africa, we have super producer, director, voiceover artist, Retabula Ramapagela. Her smash hit, How to Win Christmas the Wedding, won some seriously big at the South African <laughs> Film and Television Awards, taking eight golden horns home. Massive. Massive. And also, thank you for providing, providing some lighting as well. Yeah. Really appreciate it. We got the brief. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can tell you guys work behind the scenes. You know what's going on. Yeah. She's also given us another hit, which is the sequel, which is How to Ruin Christmas, The Funeral, which audiences are totally in love with and also have started to form prayer groups for Dumi at this point. I'm in one of those she prayer groups. Yeah, she yeah. needs it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Last but not least, also from South Africa, is the Durban-born director, writer, producer, Jane Moodley. With over 30 titles under her name, she has brought the neighborhood chats with family to the world through a highly successful box office franchise, Keeping Up with the Kandasamis. Her latest offering, Tripping with the Kandasamis, has already won audiences over on the Netflix family as well, with more shenanigans from the South African beloved Indian family. Ladies, welcome 
thank you so much for coming. It really is an honor to have you. I think you understand why, once you've heard each other's bios, <laughs> why the episode is called The Female Females of Future, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just reading through your bios, I think you can tell that, you know, everybody's done a lot of things. But from a personal perspective, for you, what is your one achievement that you're like, I did that and I'm proud of that. And if anybody were to downplay me, I need to remind them, I did that. <laughs> I'll start with you, Reti. Wow, put me on the chopping I'm sorry. I suppose uh, we released our first uh, Netflix original feature film, Seriously Single, mm. in 2020. And that was like us literally going out on a whim, yes. making, directing my first feature as well. So to do that and then to go to How To and Christmas, which we shot during the pandemic, mm -hmm. like level four, five mm. vibes in a bubble. It's just like anything's possible Absolutely. when you want to do something. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kemi, your rap sheet is, is very long. <laughs> and I know you probably, there's a lot to search through in your achievements. But for you personally, what's yeah. one thing you like? Yeah, I'm proud of this. Um, I think being able to, to, to play and work in the space that I'm in as mm. a director and being, I don't like to say it's not a man's industry, but it's still quite dominated by, by men. And one of the things I'm very proud of is not just being there, but being top there. Yeah. <laughs> do you understand yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's a thing and, and, wow. and I didn't have to break any principles to do it. So I want, so one of the things I, I don't like people saying is she's one of the top female directors. Mm. No, I'm one of the top okay. directors. Yeah, so, you know, so if there's anything and then that this is part. not, I'm not saying it about myself. Mm. This is what it is. You Absolutely. can go look at the, the rap sheet. You can go look at the facts yeah, yeah. and the figures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Google so, me. But coming back, I think that's something I'm really, really proud of because mm. I do put my back into it. I do work very hard and then I'm very proud that it is resulting mm -hmm. in the dream that I've always wanted. I am not done yet. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. be careful yeah. and watch out. <laughs> be careful. That's a warning. Okay. Jay, you've got 30 titles under your name. Also, very long rap sheet. Proudest moment for you. You know, I think there's been so many moments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I think about what makes me feel the proudest, mm. it has to be that I am living in South Africa at this time. Yes. Where I'm able to represent my country, able to represent my community, yeah. and just put it out there. Mm -hmm. And given the fact that we have Netflix as a platform for the world to see. Yeah. Mm. So I think that has to be a really proud moment. I mean, I was going to say your box office numbers. <laughs> yeah. like, hello? You're like female director, oh, everything. Oh. And Thank you. I mean, you know, the, the box office success has definitely been something mm, very special. Mm. Um, but just to be able to carry the dignity of your community. Mm. Oh, I love that. And yeah. to be able to do it using family comedy, which we don't do a lot mm. of in South Africa. Mm. I think those are just things that just make me feel like, oh my God. We are so special to just be a part of yeah. this industry yes. at this given time. time yes. Where just 10 years ago, females had you would, you would bail me out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did we have any chance of directing something, no, producing never, something? Never. And now to be living in this time That's amazing. where we can just tell the young girls out there, go yeah, out. Yeah. Dare to dream mm. and dare to dream mm. big. Mm. I think that's very special. Sure. I'm not going to leave you out, Eden. <laughs> I know. I'm like, when am I getting my moment? <laughs> no, I mean, for me, just even being able to do this is very, very, very special mm. because my journey is crazy. I never, never, never thought I'll be sitting somewhere yeah. like this. Yeah. So, you know, the courage, first of all, to go after what, mm. you know, I dreamed of for so yeah. long, first of all, was a huge thing for me. And just being able to grow 
and do what I love mm-hmm. and do it without breaking any, you know, of my personal morals yeah. and values. True. And just being able to, I was in a title that was number one in so many countries mm-hmm. and number six in the world. Like, I'm like, I'm living my actual dream. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like, I'm just so grateful to be able to wake up and do what I want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kemi, your father is in entertainment. I mean, he's been in, in radio, television as well. Did he sit you down with a, a nice lecture saying, okay, Kimmy, you're doing this. This is what you need to look out for. What well, advice did he give you? I mean, he definitely was very worried in the very beginning. But mm. I mean, going throwing back, I was um, thrown into the creative world very early. Mm. Um, um, not just really television. He also um, um, ran an advertising agency. Nice. So I've always been in that space. I used to, to go with him to TV studios, to the mm. radio and things mm. like that. I used to see them dressing up the 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 um, so the talent yes. for like the ads and yes. things like that. So I've yeah. always been exposed to that. Um, and then we grew up in a very creative family, music blaring, nice. you know, with the windows open, wow. disturbing everyone down the street. So we're a very creative family. But mm. then... When I decided, I'm legally trained, so I have a first degree in law. Yes, yes. Um, but when I wanted to delve into this space, he definitely was worried. Really? Definitely was worried. Like, because let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, I, and more than anyone else, he understood how volatile this industry mm, yeah. is. Yes. Um, a very, very slim percentage of people actually are able to fend for themselves Definitely. off this business. Definitely. And, you know, I, I mean, there's, of course, your parents want the best for you. Mm. They want you living mm. hand to mouth and mm. things like that. So one of the greatest things for me was to be able to flourish in this industry. Yeah. Uh, you know, so he definitely sat sat me down and then told me, are you sure these are what's going to happen? And I think the, the most beautiful thing that he gave me, or my, both my parents gave me, was saying, you need a safety net. And yeah. that's where the legal part came yeah. in. I don't care what you want to do, mm. but, but just have a safety net. Yeah, you know, and and I was able to do that. I did that, and then I yeah. So I I he definitely sat me down and had conversations about it. But then the onus was now up to me yes. to prove to him yes. that yes. I could do this. And one of the beautiful things about it is when his friends are calling him oh. and going, "I just saw your daughter on the phone. I just saw your daughter's thing on television. Can you please help me get tickets for this?" <laughs> so he's the one. <laughs> if anything, the fact that you have a legal background, I know your NDAs are tight. Oh. Putting the producer hat on thinking now. Yo, we're gonna be on next productions. I'm already thinking of oh, we have a powerhouse. The trio. They won't see us coming. You started off in investment banking, you thought that was your path, and you moved into you know this world of entertainment. Never late. Jane, you have a history as an educator, Bachelor of Science degree, which I also have as well. Whoa. We found our like way you guys into... Like educator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take my water for you. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny is that, you know, you entering or finding that, okay, this is what you want to do. Started off with you trying to create... Was it a robot for your friend? No, it was an edit suite. It, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. you created that yeah, for yeah, your friend. How do you move from creating an edit suite to now being an award-winning director? Uh, you know, firstly, I firmly believe that uh, the universe conspires to, to, 100%. to take you to whatever path you are supposed yes. to. I mean, if I think about the time, like when I was high school mm. or, or a little kid, mm. I always thought my future was science. Yes. Uh, you know, maths and science were my favorite subjects. Mm. And I could never see myself in, in the arts. I just, mm. I, I loved the sciences. Mm. And it so happened, um, I was working in the bank. 
in a bank uh, as, oh, wow. as, as a programmer when I had my first baby. Mm. And uh, I went on maternity leave and I went back for like just a couple of months and I was like, no, I have to be at home. Sure. So I was at home. Uh, two and a half years later, I had my second baby, stayed at home. And then they were growing up and getting ready for play school and a friend wanted to open a production company in mm. his little garage. And he said, I need some free labor. Because <laughs> you all know, starting yeah. off your own production company, yeah. how, how yeah. little you have. And um, so he said, you have an IT background. Will you please come and network my computers mm. and help me to build an edit suite because it's just too costly to buy mm, one. Sure. And so I said, yeah, sure. And then he said, a um, couple of weeks in, I'm going on a shoot. I need a runner. And I said, I don't know what to do. And he said, just carry my camera bags. And yeah. like, you know, mm. that's, I just need help. Mm. I can't pay anyone. I just need free help. Yeah. And I went in the first one and I was hooked. Wow. And the next thing I remember... Um, going home and just starting to Google and YouTube everything mm, about film mm, and TV. Cause, wow. So I'm an official nofilmschool.com. <laughs> <laughs> but also in, in that, that also takes a lot of like trusting yourself and, and playing the doubt, trust game and, and tennis match as well. Mm. How do you manage that tennis match? And when does it win? I don't think you manage it. I think you surrender it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think you, you have to... Give a moment. A moment for that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for the word, please. Yeah. Wow. Like I said, I never set out for this. And mm. somehow, one door after another yes. just opened. Yes. I mean, Reti, when, when Keeping Up With The Kandasam is released in 2017, mm. nobody expected it to be a box office mm. success. Mm. If anything, they thought, oh, we're spending money to make this movie, but nothing's really going to come yeah. off it. And then 2019, we did the sequel and everyone was like, oh, we'll see now. And the sequel mm. actually did better than the, the oh, first amazing, one, yeah. you know. So I, I don't know. I don't know if you, if you plan it. I don't know if you're playing a tennis mm. match. I think you just be, and you just sort of let it happen. Yeah. If, and if you look at these powerhouses here, mm. they've all just let it happen. And in what surrender. an amazing way. Yeah. So surrender. surrender. I like that. I mean, any, especially being the first of doing something. Mm -hmm. I mean, Namaste Wahala was mm -hmm. the first crossover film, Bollywood meets Nollywood, which is massive, especially in the African continent because there's a massive appetite for Bollywood films. Mm -hmm. I remember at home, Saturday, 3 p.m. Yes. was the time. Yeah. Three hours of my life was literally dedicated to watching Bollywood, Bollywood movies. Yeah. And it's a thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, despite the appetite of it all, there were still some critics and people who didn't like it. Mm -hmm. How do you manage with that criticism, especially not because you're the first and you you're going to get most of it as well. Yeah. How do you manage that? So, first of all, I feel like as an actor, mm -hmm. you're used to hearing no a lot. Yes. And then, I don't know if, I mean, I'm sure even the same way with you. So, being on a film that you like, that is made, that people eventually like, mm. it's, 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 how many times does that happen? Yeah. It's a miracle. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. for me, <laughs> 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 they want <watching> my experience. Um, for for this, first of all, like I remember getting the sides for Namaste, and I'm like, Nollywood, Bollywood, hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> but then I read for the friend Angela, and I'm like, I don't really oh, like her, but I'll go for the audition. Oh wow! You know, and then I go for the audition, and then someone comes out, and they give me the sides for Didi, the lead. Mm. And normally, I I quiver. I don't, I'm auditions. Mm. 
terrify me. I shake. I need to go to the bathroom. No matter how many times I tell myself, you have done this so many times. (laughs) And a lot of times I'm able to channel it to something good. I get booked somehow. But sometimes the fear takes over and I will come back to that. But I remember auditioning for King of Boys. That has been one of my worst auditions in life. (laughs) Really? Like I tried to channel. My mouth was dry. I couldn't remember Jack. And it was the most chill atmosphere. But it was just one of those days where it was, it just wasn't happening. So it's, it's very fearful for me. So I need to prepare way beforehand. And this is them telling me, oh yeah, so you just have a little bit of time and you need to come and read for Didi. But I'm like, okay, this opportunity, I'm going to take it. So I go out, I come back, I go for audition, it goes well, I get cast. And I was so excited because it was was a first for so many people. You know, it was the first time for sure I was, you know, doing that for that course. It was the first time for even the Bollywood people. Hamisha, your story reminds me so much of her. Like the first time, because it was her first time, it was her first time doing anything film. And she would Mm. Come to set scene, guys. I know, I'm learning. Oh. <laughs> I know nothing. You know? The, 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 um, the DP, he was mm. the first time as a DP on a film. Wow. So it was, like, I remember we come on set, we would, we would literally um, meditate, shower ourselves with love, and, oh. yes. and then you give your best, and then you put yeah. it into the world, and you tell, you know, God, mm. the universe, to do what mm. with do with it what it will. Yeah. And to be, like, the, the feedback, like, People, I mean, it was okay for me that it was polarized, but I mean, the love that I got from people, from countries I don't even, like, I didn't even know existed Mm. was so crazy. And it's okay. That's the thing with film. It's okay for people to feel how they feel. Mm. It's very okay. Mm. Like, because people have different perspectives. For some people, it was way too cheesy. That's what we're going for. And if it wasn't your palette, that's fine. You know, Patu might be coming. I'm just putting that out there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because I mean, the way it ended. But then, I mean, for me, (laughs) I just focus. You learn because... Because even, even from <laughs> sitting where you were, I watch and then there's so many things we could have done better. Mm. You know, but we did the best of what we had. Yes. And you just learn from that. But for me, I focus on the love Absolutely. and it yeah. opened so many doors for mm. me. Like if I would, mm. if anybody says, go back to do Namaste, well, like exactly how you did it. I would be yeah. yeah. Because it opened a whole world yeah. for me. And mm. the feedback mostly that I saw was, you know, amazing. And mm. if, if they didn't like it, don't worry. When they watch part two, they will love it. <laughs> I'm just like, you get an I love you and I see you, yeah. I, I, I'm endorsing it. Part two is coming. <laughs> now, if you haven't experienced the full metaphor, yeah, I'll put it out there. I mean, somebody who saw the vision from the beginning and didn't waste time <laughs> was Rachel. <laughs> she I, was like, is, I don't have a Bachelor of Science I and mean, things. So I'm just like, you're like, go to university, do that. I'm going to follow my passion. Yes. In fact, even in your, your high school yearbook, you said your plan was to continue to rock the entertainment I industry. <laughs> I mean, how did you have that level of self-awareness that you said you're going to say that and now you're it's followed through? It's actually happening. I was actually looking at that yearbook and I'm like, I can't believe it's actually happening. That's amazing. But I've just always thought television was something I wanted mm. to be in. When I used to watch TV shows, I used to pretend in the school holidays because I used, we go, I went to a private school. So yes, like, <laughs> we had a month long holiday, and, and I'm from Diplouf Soweto. So like all the month other kids, long. all the other kids were at school. So I was at home. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? Okay, mm. I'll watch infomercials and stuff, and then mm. I'll pretend I'm directing them, and then yeah. I'll pretend That's that amazing. I'm doing the thing. It's a little crazy, but okay. But yes, no, um, but crazy is created. How to run Christmas? Exactly, exactly. And maybe do me. 
but you know. <laughs> says a lot about yeah, me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it just started like that small. Then I wrote into KTV, which is a kid's channel mm -hmm. at the time. And I was like, listen, I want to be a presenter on your channel. Like, literally, that's what yeah. I did. And then stalk them for years until they made me uh, a works? kid's presenter. <laughs> I really did. I'm not going to mince my words. Okay. <laughs> so really crazy is the formula. Crazy like is it. the kind of the formula. So the difference with me is like, I've just always known. And my parents are like, why? <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like really smart and also like got A's and I did science and I did all of this. I, in fact, my metric, my final year at high school teacher sure. said to my parents, don't worry, this is a phase. That's so special. Like I always, I know never late, mm. but if I could go back, like I wish, I wish I had the courage earlier. Like I just you wish I knew. So? I wish, but I mean, I guess everything happens, happens the way it's really supposed yeah. to. But yeah. I think it's absolutely amazing that you knew early. Mm. <laughs> I mean, we also looked further, you know, we're the kind of people who zoom in to, to things. So you posted this, this yearbook of yours, so you gave us free ring. Okay. <laughs> so we did zoom in. And the picture's not me. <laughs> <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> but I want to discuss is the fact that you said your nicknames oh. were Bones, Bonzito. Oh, only you. I need to understand how, why, particularly because Ratex is a poison for rats. Also for humans as well. You know, if you want to try. So why? How? See, this is why Instagram is dangerous because people can go back into your files and be like, yeah. So the most embarrassing part of that story is in this yearbook is actually a picture of another kid under my name. Forever imprinted my in my that final is funny. Yeah, yeah. book is like an Indian guy. Right? <laughs> but it says, I was a a <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, I'm on a rock the entertainment industry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh wow, this is how I'll forever be remembered. Is, yeah. is my, my life is a comedy. So. <laughs> how to win Christmas. Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. No, so Bones, I was super skinny. Like, ah. super skinny. So I was Bones and then Reti, Ratex. You know, kids, they just mean. I was very proud of the names though. I know Ratex too? Yeah, I know it's weird. Okay. She owned it. Yes, I think the we picture not being yours was confirmation that you need to be behind the scenes. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> Entertainment, but not on not on the front. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, side. Yeah, I'm, I'm heartbroken though, because everyone will always look back and be like, oh, she went through surgery. <laughs> well, at least you're successful enough to that you know people know your face and yeah. your name and your work. Well, yeah. we hope so. Yes. I'm there for that. I mean, looking at all of you today, I think it really can be hard for people to really see you and imagine a time where you didn't know what you were doing. You were just walking into this, particularly because you came from different crafts and different mm. backgrounds. Is there a time where you thought, okay, today is the day I'm losing my job. Let me pack my bag in silence. I'm not even going to just, I'm not going to ask if that transgression was a thing. I'm just going to walk away. Yeah. So what was the, 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 the biggest thing that you, biggest mistake that you've made on a set and you thought, okay, it's late. No I'm, gonna, I'm gonna walk away. Yeah, yeah. I it's actually when I was in front of the camera. This is probably oh, yeah, yeah. why I'm behind the camera now. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were at the premiere of the movie Invictus. Oh, and you know, so exciting. I was like, oh, you know, Morgan Freeman's there. Yes. Like, I'm just like, oh, the rugby players are all there. US Van der Vestes and I was gonna be there. Sheesh. So there I'm on the red carpet. I'm so excited. And then I'm like, so US, you didn't play in the 1995 Rugby World Cup. 
And everyone was like, <laughs> cut did the cameras. You, cut did the cameras. you watch the movie? Did you know anything about South Africa? Yeah. He's like, I did. Oh, <laughs> that is fantastic. Thank <laughs> you so much and congratulations yeah. on the film. And yeah, hmm. how do you walk? Like, I was meant to be like, you know, well thought out, the presenter, watch the film, know about our country's history in terms of who played in our biggest kind of World Cup ever. Mm. And then I screwed that up. So now sure. I produce and I write and I'm behind the scenes <laughs> and I can call the show. Yeah, I found my you place. You found your place. The, yeah, front of the camera's not for me. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, with your rap sheet, once again, where when was the moment where you thought, okay, this is not for me? Because you try everything until you find Amy, your thing. Um, yes, but um, you kids. I think mine was fairly different because, um, look, being African, I don't know what it is like in South Africa, but definitely Nigerian. Mm. When you go to school, there's the Holy Trinity that the parents want you to, mm. to, to study. That is medicine, engineering, or yes. law. Yes. So now, <laughs> I was a very creative kid. I was mm. like a little bit weird. Mm. I was the kid that, you know, I needed to hear every instrument you know, in, in if I was playing music, I needed to hear every instrument. So I had this boombox that my mom had bought mm -hmm. and I would it was detachable speakers, huge sure. speakers. I would detach them and cradle one on this ear and create yes and cradle <laughs> one on the other ear and then turn the lights off and I'll just be in bed like that listening to music. What? And I had tapes, all the tapes and I could just by feeling the tapes, I know what tape I was picking up. I know where Mariah Carey was on that tape. Wow. I know how long I was a very weird kid. So I was always very, I was into, I was um, in the creative space emotionally and my mind, but it, I didn't have the confidence to be able to say, or I never thought that it was an option for me to be able to say, I want to go here. And even if I wanted yeah. to go here, what do I want to be? Yeah, yeah. You know, so it wasn't anything. And But what had happened was someone tricked me and said, oh, you know a lot about music and come over for this audition for radio. And I remember I went, I went for this radio audition and there were 20 other uh, young people there. And I was there, I was there, they had a conversation. I think we did a, a, a little audition or something. And then <clears throat> they told me how much it was going to cost. I said, thank you very much, but no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Carried my bag and I went home. And then next thing they call me, I was the only one that was picked and I start sure. on Saturday. Oh. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I don't know anything about this. And I was already, wow. I was in uni at that time. Yeah. And so I started off on the radio totally not knowing what I was doing and just feeling in the dark. And then one of the most beautiful things about my career is because I didn't have the confidence, mm. I think God just needed me to start from that point, yes. opened up space. So from radio, I moved to television in front sure. of the camera. From in front of the camera, I was intrigued by what happened behind the camera. Mm. And then I also was worried about my longevity in the game yeah. because I was like, I have to look a certain way to be in front of the camera. Mm. What happens if... Mm. I mean, an accident and I, God forbid, and I lose my legs. Like, you know, I wanted mm. something, I wanted, mm. but this is the only thing I know. And I said, I wanted to pick up um, an additional skill and then directing. Um, so I believe that sure. it, I needed, because there's no way I would have ever thought about being a director. I, I didn't, I mean, we, we were a big family where they played lots of films and music, mm. but I never watched Coming to America and going, oh, I can't wait till I'm a director. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. never happened. <laughs> but let me say this. I asked during another interview, I was asked a question, did I ever think I was going to be a director? And I said, no. But guess what? Now I understand what was happening. I used to have, I used to have a very, very, very low self-esteem when I was a kid. Really, really low self-esteem. I also used to talk in a baby voice. So in the really? real world, I felt so displaced out of it, you know. Mm. But in my dreams, I was very powerful. Wow. So in my dreams, I would go in my dreams, or I used to know, I used to daydream a lot. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even have to sleep. I didn't have to sleep. I would literally be in class. I would hear anything the teacher is saying. I'm daydreaming. 
dreaming about something. And in my dreams, I was very powerful. Sure. And I would, I would orchestrate everything. I would say, this person will stand there. This person annoyed me there. I'm telling her off in my dreams. You could not say that to me. Okay, that, that's your line now. You say something. The guy that I wanted, I married him in my dream. That is directing. Yeah. That is directing. That is that you're creating a world. And this is what I believe is my superpower, bringing it here. Sure. I'm not afraid to dream. So if there's one thing I always say, don't worry, I'm, I'm rounding this up. If there's one thing, one thing I always say to people, especially when they want to be filmmakers, never stop dreaming. Yeah. I never did. Absolutely. I never did. That's amazing. Jane, I mean, you too. You came from a different background. I'm pretty sure yeah. being on a set, especially in the entertainment industry, it's quite nerve-wracking. You want to get everything right. But of course, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to do the wrong thing. Was there that moment you thought, mm, let's go back to science? Yeah. <laughs> there most certainly was that yeah. moment. Uh, you know, I think for me, it was very different because um, the first feature, Keeping Up with the Kandis Armies, mm. it was an NFVF slate. The government yes. had decided there weren't enough black writers and directors mm. in South Africa. Mm. So they came up with the black filmmaker slate, nice. you know, which was amazing. And um, we submitted this proposal. It was accepted. And then the producer says, uh, Jane, you have to direct it. And I said, no, I don't know how to direct. I'm, I'm mm. not a director. I don't want to direct it. And then she dropped a bombshell and she said, well, I think you're the right person to direct this. If you don't, we're not going to take this. Yeah, no Full pressure. On. And she yeah, said, no, sleep, pressure. no pressure. Sleep on it and, and let me know. Tomorrow. <laughs> how do you sleep after that? And I remember going and thinking, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know. You know, but I can't not do this because mm. it's, it's such a huge opportunity mm. for our little production company, Durban, running out of the garage. Yes. You know, you... And so I went to her and I said, okay, I'll, I'll do it. But I still can remember that first day walking on set. Mm. And you can imagine, you know, you know, on a set, there's so many people. And everyone starts off somewhere. Mm, yeah. But the first time I stepped onto a set, the first time was as a director. Sure. Wow. I was terrified. That's insane. I was terrified. I was a person of color director mm. with a very white male dominated nah. set. I was literally like, Shaking. just years you know, you're thinking, sure. how am I going to do this? And somehow I got through the first day. Mm. And I remember going home and telling my husband, okay, we got through the first day. There's <laughs> yes. 29 more oh, days. Yeah, I, I, say, how many more? I don't know <laughs> how I'm going to do it. But I still remember he said, if anyone can do it, you can do Aww. it. So just piggybacking off what she was saying, you know, now we've all kind of settled into our careers and everything. Mm, yes. But it doesn't mean that we're walking to the horizon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Many yeah. moments, I still wonder what I'm doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, there's no project I've directed sure. that I don't go in the middle of it and say, Lord, just Ooh. get me to the end. I promise you, I yes. will come out and I will work, go retire yeah. and work <laughs> in the garments or in something. I'm not ever. saying I'm going to work in a bank or anything because yeah. it, 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 it's a lot. And But then what gets me to the end is I feel like, so let's say you, you, you're you crossing the ocean to the other side yes. and then you're in the middle. So the distance to where you started is the same distance to mm -hmm. where you're yes, going. I might as well keep going. Mm. Yep. That's the only thing that, that put, keeps me going because mm. God knows this is going to be the shortest career as a director <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. every time. Yeah. But it, so you never lose that. And <laughs> you're talking about impost, imposter syndrome. Mm. I still struggle, struggle very deeply with mm. that. With all the accolades, with all the, the rap yeah. sheet, with me saying, yes, I am the number yeah. one director. Yeah. I still struggle mm -hmm. very seriously sure. with it. And I think also it's something that helps you keep, helps to keep you in check. Yeah. Because yeah. then you you yes. prepare better. That's true. You, you know, I'm not walking going, oh, do you know who I am? That's very true. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And my dad has to talk me the night before and go, do you know who you are? Mm. That's, you have to surround yourself yeah. with people like that that tell That's you, so do you know who you are? I have a friend that goes, you are MF Kemia Datiba. Come yeah. on, to answer your question, <laughs> yeah. to answer the biggest mistake, I think, is mm. self-doubt. Mm. Yeah. You I know, that, that yeah. was, you know, so that's why, you know, I spoke about 
that feeling of walking on on the set and mm. just feeling terrified. But does it ever go away? I don't think. I don't think so. I don't think it yeah. ever goes away. I mean, we're going to how many films now? Yeah. Yes. You still walk in thinking. What am I doing? It'll be yes. nonsense yes. to have some doubts. And by the way, after every film, I say, I'm, I'm never going to do it again. I'm done It's so interesting hearing from your perspective. Yeah. As an actor, you feel so vulnerable every time. You know, you guys also go through. Yeah. Look, you're walking on set, and then yes. the actor is looking at you, and you have like a hundred, a hundred, a hundred man crew, and yes. everyone is staring at you. Yes. And like, I'm a baby, man. Yeah. Like, what are you looking at me? If you haven't experienced the formidable Al Haja Salami. You are in for a treat. <laughs> Here is a scene from King of Boys where during her election campaign, one of the young girls in, the, in her camp suggests that maybe they should leak to the press that she's engaged to be married to try and make her image more palatable to voters. Even though Al-Hajjah does not have a partner, let alone a fiancé. <laughs> you need to watch this. We've been pushing for a major endorsement for Madam Salami. It, it's proven quite difficult, but we are optimistic. We've been courting Reverend Ifain especially, Yes, <clears throat> getting him to, to support Madame Salami as his candidate will push her stock right up the polls. We are still working on him and very soon, our fingers crossed, we will get him on our side. Wow, wow, <laughs> wow, so far so good. That, that, that sounds so good, so good. Go, go on. Um, and yes, we would also leak to the press that um, Madame Salami is um, engaged to be married. Um, yes, we, we, we want people to feel um, like she's, she's settled. Settled? As what? Madam, <laughs> uh, I think what Bisola here is trying to... Let us speak for herself. Settled? As what? Oh, look, one year. On January, your mouth started the journey, but your liver cannot finish. Will you sit down? I'm talking nonsense over there. The thing is, from that scene, right, it really shows that every single woman of color has a I know you didn't just say that to me kind of face. Right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I have that face. I said that a lot. Yeah, yeah. In fact, find a camera, pick a camera, oh. and on three, we're going to give you, what did you just say? That kind of face. Okay, we're on three. TikTok challenge. Yeah. 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 TikTok challenge. We're going to count down. Okay. I'm going to count what, up. What camera are we looking at? You pick, pick one. Okay, okay. They, they'll okay. find you, don't worry. <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> and I thank you. I think you won. I think you won. I'm going to get you. I feel acting for directors. I feel acting for directors. Yeah. So I have. Wait, you now want to see your face again? Look, okay, you have do to it, go from it. all the way here. Oh, like, like, when, okay. when you hear smash, okay. Okay. Yeah. it's done. Oh, okay, that's done. Okay, that's done. 
It's like I heard it from this ear. Let me hear it from this ear now. Okay. And that's why she's the professional yeah. actress. Actually. There was other chops coming out. And, I, and I'm really quite curious because you, you put that scene in quite purposefully. It seems like it's quite purposeful. What message were you trying to create? And also why was it so necessary to have an old woman and a younger woman having this conversation? A lot of people put a lot of thoughts into, you know, I mean, so subconsciously for me, I'm only going to write the world that I live in. Mm. And um, one of the things I'm very grateful for is my mother, because she's a very big influence on my career and my work ethic yeah. and, and what I do. Yes. Um, my mom is a civil engineer. She's one of the first African civil engineers. Yeah. So I saw, rep this is not reading in books. This is not looking for um, uh, resource materials to, to, to inspire yourself. I literally was living with somebody mm. that embodied all I wanted as a woman. Yeah. I mean, all the things I'm getting now, I saw it like times a hundred growing mm. up. Um, one of, the, one of the, the, the biggest memories I say is, Imagine, um, you know, when you go for conferences and they come back with the photos and, you know, they have yes. the albums. Yes, yes, yes. So you're looking through the pictures and so engineering conferences and you see like when they're standing for the group photo. Mm. And my mom is tall and she's usually the only woman in the oh, photo or the one or, what, or you know, one of the two. Mm. And then she's always at the back and you have all the shorter men with the pot bellies and everything in the front. Mm. And then she's at the back. And then she's standing tall. And for her to be in the midst and confident mm. of all these men, mm -hmm. it triggers something in the mm. young mind. Yes. When people come to speak to your mother, and these are people that might be older than she is, yes. but when they shake her, they shake her with two hands mm. because of respect. Absolutely. Or when people see, uh, they, they, they see you outside and you go, oh, what's your name? And they say the last name. Now I've taken over where people recognize my mm. name for myself. Mm. But before it was, is your mother this person? Yeah. She's crazy. <laughs> but, but she's very hardworking. Yes. You can't take that away from yes. her. When they say she's crazy, it's because she doesn't take no nonsense from anyone. Mm. You know, she doesn't delegate. She does things herself. And she will force you to do what you're supposed to do. Yes. But for a woman, it's crazy. Yeah. So using That's that, true. I'm only going to write. I'm, I'm only going to write based. I'm going to be influenced by my experiences. Yes. So yes. I don't have to go too far to create a strong woman. It's mm, exactly. Mm. And so, especially in that particular scene, I think one of the things that I, I wanted to, to, to put in there is if a woman of that age, of that caliber, whatever, was running for a campaign, what are some of the obstacles that she would face? Mm. She's not married. They mm. would definitely smack her in the yeah. face with mm. it. So that exchange, I don't think I was seeing too much as a woman on the other side, but maybe subconsciously. Yes. Because women also sometimes are the ones putting up these obstacles for other women. Yes. Oh, yeah. we, we need to yeah. do better ourselves. Yeah. So that was a moment where it it's not as um, explicit as everybody makes out because mm -hmm. I think for me, it was just telling a, a very natural story. What is a very natural obstacle that will come that this character will come across if she was running for governor. Mm. and But then that was a moment and I wanted to, like, why do I, if it was a man, no one's going to no be asking if yeah. I'm married. Of course not. But for me, that yeah. is a problem. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to yeah. leak it to the press that I'm dating anybody. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about yeah. that. And if you, uh, what's the line she said? And if, uh, anybody has a problem in that, they can kiss the place the sun don't shine. Oh, yeah. said it in Yoruba. <laughs> oh, amazing. You know, it's yeah. actually quite familiar about King of Boys as well as tripping with the Kandasamis is that the lead characters, Aya as well, older woman, unfiltered. Is that also a purposeful choice to make them unfiltered, especially to represent in, the, in our particular mm -hmm. cultures as well? 
I think the first thing is that I think Aya is everyone's favorite character. That's true. Yeah. 100%. You know, um, whenever we have meet and greets, so we have come and meet the cast, mm. the, the, the cue to take photographs with Aya, you know, people just yeah. love her. And it's because she has no filter. Mm. And it really, it definitely was a deliberate attempt to create a naughty granny. Yeah. yeah. I think because also it was so relatable. And for me, telling this story in my world mm. had to be relatable. Mm. So... Uh, in our community, the older women generally, I don't know what it is, but mm. they get naughtier as they get older. Yes, yes, yes. And I learned this as a younger woman, you know, going to bridal showers then and just chatting to the older ladies. So I was set when we we're going to have this granny. She mm. was going to be as naughty as hell, <laughs> but so innocent looking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, she can be chewing the condom. Mm. I'm thinking it's a sweet yeah. Yeah. And, and just like taking it out and, I have to watch this and, movie yeah. <laughs> that's not what you will see <laughs> so, so it, it definitely was it was set out yeah. to do that my co-writer uh, Rory Booth who, mm. who's written all three with me uh, he had based it uh, from his version on his granny mm. who had no filter and I had based it on the older woman uh, in my family mm. and so yeah we wanted this naughty granny you know, complete with the sari yes. and the grey hair and the bun and you look yes. at her and all innocent and then suddenly something just comes out. I Those one-liners and, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. You know what, Eni? Yes. You right now literally look like Pocahontas, right? Oh. Beautiful girl, oh. right? <laughs> Do you think that sometimes our femininity and us owning it or sometimes not owning it or tr of creating our own definition of mm -hmm. what is feminine is weaponized against us as women? <sighs> I mean... As women, for for as long as time we have it, I feel like we've always gotten sort of the shorter end of the stick yeah. and we've come, come, kind of had to crawl our way to the top. And I feel like you focus on what you want to focus on. That's mm, just how mm, I move. Mm. And, you know, I'm feminine. I embrace it. Yes. I, I embrace everything in com that comes mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's a positive effect. And I, I only focus on what that does for me. Yes. Mm. Yes. yes. And not for anybody Simple else. Simple way to answer that. And I think that, sorry to come, because I think yeah, there are many yes. varieties of being feminine mm -hmm. as well. Yes. So you could be ultra girly. Yes. You can love to live in sweats. Yes. I, I, yes. I enjoy sweats. I love yes. wearing sneakers. I'm a sneaker fiend. Yeah. But it doesn't make me any more of a woman, mm. a full woman, yeah. a flourishing Agreed. woman than anything, yeah. anybody else. Yeah. 100%. Now, Ini, mm. I'm going to make you squirm just a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to read something. <sighs> it's a caption of yours. And you'll, <sighs> you, you'll carry on and let me know mm. what it's all about. Okay. okay. <laughs> so... There's something about Maltesers. <gasps> oh, look at her Instagram. So basically, she posted something on Instagram saying that she was just feeling like some Maltesers because she can't find them, you oh. know, in Nigeria. Okay. And then something happened. What happened? Any? Any? What happened? Yeah. 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 Oh my God, I have cough, guys. <laughs> I love, I need to cover yeah. <laughs> So, let me tell this story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, it's not even that I couldn't find it. I couldn't find the crispy ones. Yeah. Mm. You gotta have you know? the crispy ones. So, I just put it out on Instagram like my Insta stories I'm like oh you know I put it out just the way she said it and then I get an email oh. and then the the title in bold was Maltesers from London oh wow. and then this person 
you know, said, oh, I just saw your aunt on Instagram. Mm. I would love to send you some more teasers. Oh, yes. Can I get like the address of your representative and I'll send it over. And I'm like, okay, that's a cute fan. Yes. And then literally one week later, I get a whole bag oh, of more teasers. Oh. And then I take a video of it. I'm like, oh, I have the best fan. Uh-huh, and then uh-huh. I get another email. <laughs> Saying, I'm not just a fan. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, ew. Who are you? <laughs> and then I ignore like the next five emails from this gentleman. And then he sends another one. You know, let me tell you more about myself. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, he gave me like his background. You know, I'm like, oh, you're smart. Oh, yeah. Uh, PhD in this, this in that. And then I show my sister. I'm like, look at this email from this, my Maltesers fan. <laughs> and then she's like, did you reply? I'm like, no. She's like, reply. I'm like, hey, get your man, girl. Reply. <laughs> get your man, And so I reply. And then, you know, I give him help for like another six months. And then finally, a year and a half later. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did it strike a difference for you, him not DMing, but emailing instead? Yeah. yeah. That helped. Although, even if I get crazy em- em- DMs, I mm. get crazy emails as well. But it helped that you, because DM, mm. you know, just got a lot. It really did yeah. help that he emailed. Yeah. The whole story, I'm like, oh my God, rom-com. I love how you like Maltese guy. And then I'm also like, is that why I'm still single? <laughs> you don't answer your emails. I'm about to go on my Instagram and go live and be like, I'm missing, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm going to test it out yeah, and yeah. see if anyone sends I'm me a badge. Well, the title of that movie is Maltese. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. A chocolate oh, love story. That's our oh. hashtag. Really? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. chocolate love Thank you. Thank you for the content. (laughs) You're welcome. Absolutely welcome. Now, Reti, you are one of those people who have to manage a set, producer, creative director, all of that. Set life isn't always rosy. There's personalities, different personalities. There is dramatic personalities and combustive personalities. (laughs) How do you manage that, you know, especially in your particular lane? I think it's 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 a tough one to kind of manage, but because I, you know, I run my company with my brothers mm. and uh, my brother's mm. been in front of the camera as well. Yeah, yeah. And I know how hard it is actually for actors. That vulnerability thing that you're talking about mm. is real. I mean, if we yeah. feel the self-doubt, it's yes. like all sure. these people, yeah. there's a camera in front of your face, like you mm. can't, you know, lights and whatever. Mm. So I, there is always a leeway yeah. that you kind of allow for not an ego, I would say, but for your personality mm. to come through. Um, but there is also a stopping point of yeah. just like working with people that have the same vision as mm. you, right? Mm. Like you want to jump, like you, you were talking about your film of like, it was first time director, first time, but you were all in it and yes. you all wanted to do this. Yeah. And yeah. the energy was there and that's who you want to work mm. with. And, and you mm. sometimes get burnt. Like mm. you, you yeah. don't know like who's going to be the biggest diva or yeah. who's going to be really difficult. To, yeah. And you get burnt and you're like, well, I'm not taking them with, mm. on my journey mm. and you yes, further. Yes, or you get people yes. who are like, I will work with you a thousand times yeah. over yes, and this is yes, going to be our thing. True. And and unfortunately, you will get burnt. Like, yeah. uh, you know, it, it happens, but you just have to be a producer. You have to get the product over the line. Mm. You have to get it out to the people. Mm. And then you get like, seriously single. I worked with Fulu and Dumi Morake yeah. and I would do that over and over again because they were like, 
just it was like our little film and they were like mm. there they were we were Aww. meditating exercising <laughs> every morning and I would take them with me in every film if I mm. could you know like how you get muses and stuff yes. but just like those are the people you have to it's like life you never know if you're gonna yeah. clash yes. Um, yes or not with yeah. anyone but you just gotta be like okay me and you we're done, we're done. here never again yes. Yes. Yeah, never again <laughs> goodbye yeah. but I wish you all the best though yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah we're done your services will no longer be needed <laughs> got it no. Exactly. <laughs> Our stories have shown a new side to what Africans are and also what they can be as well. Up next, we're going to discuss how barriers are being broken with each film and title from Africa that travels the world. Stick around. So traditionally in Africa and African societies, women are the storytellers and custodians when it comes to family history. They tell it through folk tales, your bedtime stories, through songs as well. Do you think that holds true when it comes to the film industries and telling our stories as well? Are we the custodians? I mean, I feel like... Let me just jump in. No, go ahead. <laughs> it's for I'll everybody. Because I feel like I can speak for Nollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, for a long time, the... the Male, absolutely. We're definitely the gatekeepers and custodians Mm. of those stories. Mm. But I think what is encouraging for me being in film now, like I see all these women doing amazing things. Mm. Like there might be many male producers, directors in my country, but you see the females. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, they do things. They rock. They're like (laughs) the top five grossing Nollywood movies are by females. Come on. The first Netflix original we got that opened this whole world mm. was by female. Mm. So many examples and I can look for it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can, like my dreams are literally valid. Like, Ine, you can do anything yes. because I'm seeing these women do it. And even me, like, I want to do so much for other people to see and be like, anything is possible. Absolutely. So women are doing so many great things and you guys inspire me so much. Mm. Thank you, Annie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I would borrow from her to say that, I mean, to, so there's definitely a shift happening. Yeah. And for us to maintain that shift. So now we have representation. So we have representation. Now we have, need to have celebration. Yes. So one of the questions they love to ask me all the time, especially men in interviews is, what is it like being in a man's industry? <laughs> And you're just like, why? Uh, you That's know, you get the face. You know, like. One of the things I always say, first of all, is no, it's not a man's industry. Mm. It might be male dominated, yes. but it's not a man's industry. But it's not industry. a man's industry. Yeah. And the second is, I won't answer that question. And it's not because, so true. more or less, they're asking for the obstacles I face. Let me, yeah. yeah. The yeah. obstacles I face as a woman male. and a man, yeah. yeah. And I go, I'm not going to answer that question. The reason I'm not going to answer that question is because. I don't know who's watching. Now, mm. there might be a little girl in Nisaleko. Her name is Busola. Mm-hmm. And she's just watching. Like She mm. has this... You know the way I was when I was younger where I didn't think it was an option for yeah. me? And then now she's seeing lots of representations. Like, is this an option for me? And yes. when I'm saying, oh my God, it's so hard. You know? Yes. When I started yes. uh, this, yes. it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Mm. But what I would rather her see on television or the transcript of a newspaper or whatever it is is despite all those obstacles yeah. I am here yeah. but I didn't yeah. have to, to, to pay anybody or break down morals or mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. literally you do the work it will pay off one of yeah. the biggest things I say all the time do the work they, there are many things they can deny you but they can't deny the That's work true. you know so that is what I would rather her see so I'm very big on showing 
and celebrating my accolades, not for Absolutely. myself, yeah. but for everybody else watching. Because look at what Ini is saying. She mm. goes, it makes me feel so inspired. Like yes. I can literally do anything. Yes. There's yes. representation. There's a space in this world for me in this industry. 100%. And that is a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I was actually quite proud of, especially watching Keeping Up with the Kandasamis, was the fact that it's an Indian film and also exploring the themes of intimacy and actually showing that on camera. Were you nervous about the response to that, particularly knowing that, you know, the, the very traditional audience you have? I think uh, no matter what, we we stay true to the story. Yes, yes, yes. You know, in terms of the arts. And, mm. and uh, the story this time was a young couple trying to have a baby. Mm. And um, we also knew that we're doing family comedy. Definitely. So that there were certain boundaries we couldn't cross. Mm. But we could have her pushing him down on a couch. Yeah. And then like, you know, we leave a little bit more to the imagination. Yes. Um, but I think if we're going to be constantly worried about backlash, mm. yeah. uh, you know, no, we're no, never no, going to no. create new content. Absolutely. We're never going to go out and, and make fresh content. Yes. So we have to have a vision. Mm. And often I just tell myself, just trust your gut instinct. Yes. 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 Oh my God, you do that as yes. well. Yes. Yes. yes, you have to. Yes. Just to trust your gut instinct. And, and, and people loved it. Mm. People yeah. loved it. They may have amazing. been two percent then said, did you really have, have to have to, that yeah, kiss yeah. that long? Yeah, yeah. And it's all right. But yeah. that's okay. It'll be fine. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. No one likes everybody. No. Like, so, you know, and that's yeah. all right. And, and that's a fact of life. Yeah. And then you see, yeah. one of the hardest things that we do is, you see, when somebody works, in, and this is not taking anything away from nine to fives or anything mm. like that. I'm just saying the reality of our business is, is public report cards. Mm. You yes. can do bad at work. Nobody else that's knows true. apart from the company. Mm. This one, the entire world or the, the universe that you're living in, yes. you know, goes... And then everybody has can score it has an opinion yeah. can score on it. You know, if you're not thick skinned, sure. mm -hmm. oh yeah. Or if you don't have a we great support system, because mm. not everyone is thick skinned. I'm I'm not thick skinned, and mm. that's okay too. But then you need to have a because it could they could come at you like the crazy. Yeah. People just sometimes people are just nasty for just being very true. nasty. Very yeah. true. Absolutely. I mean if the film's bad, the first mm -hmm. thing they say is who directed it? <laughs> <laughs> but then when it's good, they don't ask When it's good, they don't ask No, it's good. It's amazing. It was amazing. And I always yeah. say, you know, from what you're saying, we constantly feel like we're exposing ourselves. Yes, yes. Yeah. And you have to have that thick skin. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But we have to do it. And we love right? it. Yeah. Yes. You know? yeah. And you got to be brave. I remember the yes. first scene of the second season of How to and Christmas. Mm. Dumi's first words on the page, just coming in, two minutes in, is, and I'm going to swear, so sorry. Oh, please. Fuck off, you too. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember seeing this on the page, and I'm just like, we're just going to come in, right? right. She's just hey, going to be this thing. Do it. And I was like, this is this is our show. This is the style. I'm gonna trust it. Yes, mm. cool. Yeah. If you don't like it, that's not for you. You yeah. can Netflix has so yeah. many other shows for yeah. you to watch. But it's also just trusting that inner voice that you have because yeah. you standing on a set with a whole lot of people and you're also out of your depth in many Absolutely. ways. Mm. And it's like I want to, and you know, I almost feel like being a female as well. It's mm. like if you change your mind, yeah, it's like a big thing. Like oh, she doesn't know what she wants. And it's like no, I, I do know what I want, mm. and this is what I think is the best thing for this moment. And, and you're allowed to change your mind. And you're allowed to change your mind. And you're allowed to be like, and this is how I think we should do it without mm. feeling like everyone's going, oh gosh, exactly. you know, I don't know what she's exactly. doing. And I think that's the like difficult thing that I've had to learn personally is just like, just trust your voice. It doesn't matter. Like mm. if they think you're annoying, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and many thing. times it's like, you feel like you're learning on the job. Yes. But then it's very important to do anyway. Yes. Because a lot of people, a lot of the mental barriers, especially for girls is, 
maybe I need to go to this school yeah. and I need to have this, and, you know. And we all started off going yeah. differently. Yeah. I think I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Or I think I don't know. Or maybe I need. I, for many years, I, I couldn't even go speak on a panel because I'm yeah. like, I used to feel like I was a fluke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what am I going to say? Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to learn from me? I'm still learning. Yeah. But it's a beautiful thing about it. The reason job. I did the yeah. second Kandasami was I kept asking myself, what's the first one to fluke? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, were you nervous about the second one? Were you nervous oh, about the second one? The second one, oh, I was goodness. like, I was like, I don't think I can do this. Why are we doing this? Like, because I mean, we made the first one and we're like, <laughs> oh, on they'll high. like it, they'll yeah. like it. And then when it came out, it was like, everyone pitched it here. They're like, it's great. And now I'm like, oh, we're really going to make a second one. <laughs> like even the whole way through oh. post on set, I was just like, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be, it's not going to be. I used to have a nightmare of people watching the second one and I could like dream and, and hear their voices like, they should have just left it. <laughs> <laughs> KV2 was the same. Yeah, I was. But I think I was, because I said I was never going to do it. And then I, when I I decided to do it, I only was going to do it when I had a story. Mm. So I wasn't going to do it because of the popularity of the money. If I have a story. Mm. Then again, that thing you mentioned, the gut feeling. So I, I, that's what drove me. We did it. But then when the scales fell out my eyes was (laughs) the week where, you know, when you, 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 there's nothing else for you to do and your hands are up. When you're still in the grind and do it, you you get busy. Your mind is busy. Mm. But when you have nothing to do but sit on your hands and wait for your public report card then you're like why yeah, why, 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 who sent you? Why did you do it? Who Then you ask yourself, can't like, you say no? Am I, I self sabotaging? Exactly. Is it self serving? Did my ego come into play? Mm. But no, it, it, no, it isn't. No, it and isn't. you know, speaking it's of so trusting your instincts as well, <laughs> especially in Namaste Wahala, you guys explored interracial relationships. Mm-hmm. And then the other theme was colorism. Yes. How were you able to, to try, where did you pull from when it comes to really telling that? story authentically as well I think um for me for namaste like usually like the issues she had yeah. normally like before meeting that guy was different because normally like as a Nigerian woman mm. at a certain age you know you get you start to hear yappings from here and yes. there oh, you're now 30 you know it's time to get mm. married <laughs> work is not babies yes. and all of that mm-hmm. yes. and so there's that and then with DD. You know, she finds someone mm. that she likes, yes. but then the issue is he's not Nigerian, mm, mm. you know? And I think, you know, the underlining theme for for that film was really to highlight that, you know, love is love. Yeah. And I think as humans, we focus so much on what makes us different. Mm. And I feel like if you just sit back, you realize mm. we are so similar. So true. At the end of the day. So that that was the big theme for us to, to push that, you know, mm. love is love. It doesn't matter what color you are. And... And that was it. Absolutely. And the feedback from 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 just that story, mm. like so many people could relate. Mm. So many people were dealing with that. Mm. Like so many couples from all over the world would write to me and say they felt seen oh, that's and amazing. heard. So it was so beautiful that this mm. simple film made with love was accepted and so many people related to it because yes. when you make a film like yes. you, you just want people to feel yes. seen yes. and heard yeah. and, and, and I feel like we did that with that yeah, yeah. that's the beauty of cinema yes. yeah. that's true yeah and that's why when your content goes you know to over 190 countries and, yeah. it shows you that this is the place that that's we are so in the world yeah. that yeah. people from India can watch How to Ruin Christmas and be like mm. I oh know my gosh. Gosh. Yes. that's yes. a universal <laughs> thing it might not be the same language mm. or yeah. you know but then yes. love is love grieving is grieving there might be little tweaks or uh 
in, in, it's all in the interpretation. So right? Do you understand what I mean? But then at the end of the day, it's a universal it's thing. A universal yeah. Everybody falls in love. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody grieves. Everybody is sad. Everybody is excited. Everybody is crazy. You know, all the crazy yeah. people in the family. Yeah. Someone can go, my auntie Irene is like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And from that film, so yeah. I, I did not realize how similar the Indian culture oh, and the yeah. Nigerian culture. Yes. So yes. Yes. Like, we're yes. so similar. Yes. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. They just figured out that jollof rice is like I a know. thing that they have in the Indian community. <laughs> we were having lunch really? and someone said, this is a Nigerian dish and they said, it's jollof rice. And I said, oh, is it vegetarian? And they said, yes. So she was like, no, you have to try it. And I, I just took a spoon of it and I was like, I cooked this at home. <laughs> I cook it at home. You know, I, we oh, call it tomato that. rice. Wow. <laughs> but sense. it was just a spicy, mm. the same, the same flavor. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're absolutely I right. And, and and the similarities amongst all of the communities. Yeah. Very true. It's, it's right there. It's right. And it's, We're more similar than different. Yes. Yes. More similar than different. Yes. Guys, we're literally almost out of time, eh? What do you mean? No, we're about to conclude. Almost time to conclude. But before we do, okay, we're going to have a little fun with our guests. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Now we can ask questions this yeah. side of the table. No, no, no. Questions this side of the table. Everybody's going to get it. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment with some fun. Don't worry. So we're going to play a fun little game with you guys, right? So I'm going to throw out some names of some women who are in the Netflix universe. Okay. And you're just going to let me know what your impression of them is, if you've had an experience with them, bad or good. We don't mind. I won't tell anybody. Not before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's start with Ava DuVernay. There's a picture there. If you don't remember names, <laughs> you know, like Kimmy. <laughs> Ava um, DuVernay impression has she had an impression on oh, you oh definitely oh, I don't think any film was direct for yeah. anyone that watched yeah. that movie that yeah, series, series. Yeah. I, I think, was I just think it's, it's less for me even I mean sorry it's such oh, a big deal everything yeah. she's done <laughs> yes. but Ava DuVernay found That's herself later on in life that is oh, so inspiring yeah, yeah. for anyone where you think like you feel like you need to have a head start it needs to be when you're, you, uh, you yeah. start off from school or anything yeah. and this woman yes no, yes. she, and then look at the career that she's mm, built for yeah. herself mm. by herself. That is so inspiring. And mm. it, of course, she has the back-to-back hits. But that is lovely. That's mm. amazing. Mm. I think that's really, really a big thing for me. I like that. Moving to Nokolo Jamini. She was on Jaiva. She was on Lion King. You're going to have to teach us how to say that name. Yes. <laughs> Nokolo. Not, say it again. again. So you need to have your tongue like this. And then release. <laughs> I think I no, got the tongue. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm another direction. I'm in the Oh, sorry. We'll do Did I say something BTS. bad? <laughs> <laughs> Did worry, I say something bad? Did I say? Don't worry. Don't worry. You're safe. Okay, good. So she was in Jiva as well. She's in Silverton Siege as well. Yeah. And and I think she's a powerhouse tonight. We need a series like that for the first African original in that kind of genre. I think it's pretty amazing. And plus, we met her like. Backstage, yeah. She's, she's lovely. She's amazing. She's lovely, yeah. you know? I love people who are just like, don't even know their own sort of strength and power. Yes. There's like people who walk into a room and you're like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. I, I can see what's happening here. So yeah. you, you can only imagine where that. she's going to go from here. What about Nancy Isime? Oh, blood sister. Sweetest girl ever. We worked together recently for like two months. I mean, really? it, was, it was a crazy 
journey just mm. by the way of how the film went you mm. know and it was such an amazing experience to work with her and she's she's like seeing where we worked together seven years ago prior yeah. to that yeah and seeing where she started and where she is where now she is i'm now. so proud Absolutely. of her i think the beautiful thing about nancy is her spirit and just today so um um i was just you know thinking about her and i was like she's got such a great positive yeah, embracing spirit yeah. you, you like her right yeah. off the bat also like, she demands know. her space her yeah. peace and she yeah. protects it yeah. Yeah. which I think I love about I, I, I really like her I really mm. like her I love to see her in something that I'm directing hello yeah. amazing hello, hello. that's what it is someone reaches out to you from so just true. by being themselves you, yeah. you see them in many scenarios absolutely and that's, absolutely yeah. I think it's the presence yeah. yes yes, yes. yes. She so, really does because energy yes. speaks. Energy, yes. energy speaks way 100%. more than yeah. what you say. One hundred percent positive energy. What about Shola Shobowai? Oh yes, <laughs> the big oh, boss, yes. the king of the boss. Yells, yells. When you see her, you bow down. No, <laughs> I feel like I would do that. If I oh, you'd want to do that? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> oh no, she's amazing. She's amazing. She's such a powerhouse. Mm. And I, one of the things I love about her is how she. She crosses over um, 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 ages and, yes, and genders. Yes. Young people love her. Yes. Older people love her. Yes. Men love her. Yes. Women love her. her. It is True. very hard to do yes. that. Mm. You always have like your demographic. She crosses over anything. Yes. This woman goes out anywhere. She's also very shy. Mm. Oh, but you don't wow. want to. Go, but you also do, in real life you also don't want to get on her wrong side. Really? Oh, yes, yes, yes. She's definitely king she's of boys. Of of any other. Okay. And she's fiercely loyal. She's. You know, you said something oh, about. Wow. We're talking about like people that you work with, and you go, "I'm gonna." work with you till yeah. the wheels drop off that is like I, I say um, she's the Leo DiCaprio to my Scorsese oh. so we get along I we get that. along so well on set and with everything that she comes into set with she drops it at the door and then she calls me she call, actually calls me Auntie Kemi on set. so it's like very jump how high she leaves everything it's like what do you want me to do yeah. you know jump I'm doing it mm. what do you Take okay, I'm gonna do it mm. again. So, because I know Kim, you're gonna have me do a hundred takes. Ah! So I'm ready. But wonderful, wonderful woman. She sounds yeah. like a director's dream. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. is. Yeah. She is. But you know what's actually quite ironic is that she says the exact same thing about you. And I that pay you... her good money to say oh, that. Okay. <laughs> that's that's the only way to get actors <laughs> to say <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't think about her choices as an actor. Really? I mean, you do the work as a director, but choices that she goes off with, eh? Mm. Like when somebody's talking, one of the hardest things for a director is to to, to be physically present. You know, because when you're talking to me, and I'm I'm talking to you right now, Mm -hmm. there's something going on on your face because you're Mm. taking what I'm saying in. A lot of um, actors are waiting for you to finish your line, then they can Watch come in. It. So they're waiting, you know, it's like jump rope. Instead of for her, it's oh, like wow, she's just hearing me for the true. first time. Mm-hmm. And it baffles me all the time when I'm watching back. It's like, who are you? Yeah. And then she'll go, oh, oh mommy. Oh. Oh, stop it, Kelly. Oh, wow. <laughs> Amazing. What about Regina King? Wow, wow, wow. Titan. Wow, wow, wow. Titan. Like, yeah. she, and she's just been coming through and the thing is she's been in 100%. the industry yeah. and it's like so crazy because I'm just always like, you know she's been here for yes. a long time and uh, it feels like only now the world is really going yeah. oh wait, hot damn. Yeah. I know, I'm so happy that the world is beginning that to is see her. I agree. Obviously she's been grieving 
resting. You know, may yeah. her son, son rest in peace. May he so rest in peace. But I mean, I think she's a powerhouse. Like, mm-hmm. and just to be able to now stand in her power. Absolutely. Like, at least now she's getting the recognition Absolutely. she has deserved for oh, a while. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Hence the title, Never Late. Never Late. Never Late. Never Late. So let's close this off quick. You know, if the future is female, where are women as storytellers today, right now? Rachel, I'll start with you. They're sitting around this table. <laughs> having an honest conversation Mm. about film. I think um, the world is getting smaller Mm -hmm. and I kind of love that because our stories are traveling. Absolutely. And, you know, now that I can easily, before it was very hard to be like, oh, I just want to watch something from Kenya or I just want to watch something from Nigeria. Mm. Now that's so possible. The fact that someone from somewhere far across the world yeah. can watch this means that there's more stories yeah, that are going to yeah. come out of this and there's more stories that are still untapped to tell mm. and it doesn't have to be this western ideal anymore and that's absolutely. what's yes. the most yes. you get to be yourself authentically you get to see yourself reflected yeah. and you don't ever have to be like oh if I wanted to travel I have to have like mm. more English yeah. or like yeah. go away yeah. from my culture so I think the future is definitely female I and um, I'm ready for it yeah. oh you wrapped that up Kim well Kim? I think for me, just piggybacking off what she's saying from a different um, um, dimension is as much as we demand space and presence, we also have to be ready to do the work. I'm very, very big on, yes, well, when we get there, what are we going to do yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. You know, because you're yeah. representing so many people. Yeah. I said, like, one of the things I say is like, your work is a business card to the universe. Sure. When I first started off, many people thought I was a boy. And I was like, I don't care, the money's green. So yeah, <laughs> you know, but then it's 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 important that when you're a boy. She yeah, said the because money they thought, because green. Of, because, you know, remember I started off as a presenter. Yeah. So they thought the presenter was the girl. Then there was another kid uh, I dated, but that was the director really? and that was a boy. Oh, yes, okay. for many years. Thank Jesus for Instagram because that helped a lot. <laughs> you know, um, 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 to consolidate both 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 mm. personalities, but yeah, I struggled with that. No, actually, they struggle with that because you still have to pay me. But mm. you know, <laughs> that was the thing for because people call me for work and like, oh, you're a girl. Well, you know, oh, I got that. <laughs> yeah. So so it's it's your work is a business card to the universe. Yeah. You always the opportunity is going to come more mm. times than not, mm. but it won't always be convenient. Yeah. You could be yes. in the middle of another job. Heck, you could be on you know labor going you know in labor you know about to have a baby, mm-hmm. but the opportunity is going to come. So mm. what is the choice that you're going to make? And when you're in that space, yes. what are you going to do? Every time I get the opportunity to stand in this position, mm-hmm. I want to knock it out the park yeah. because I don't know if I'm going to get that opportunity again. That's so I true. want to make a statement. I want to make a presence because I did something great last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does That's not mean I can just walk in and go, oh, what's yes, the big deal? Like, no. So job. until, yes. and I pray that I keep having the taste for blood in my mouth mm-hmm. and I keep wanting to, to, the only person I'm in competition with is myself yeah. and I always want to better myself. I can't watch half the stuff that I do because the only thing I'm seeing are the mistakes. How I want to be better. So to me, I go like, this is how wow. I want to be better. I was like, oh, get me in, you know, get me in coach, get me in coach. I want to do this yeah. again so I can prove that I can yeah. even be better. So mm. once you get the opportunity to to this press, this this podium, mm. knock it out the park because mm. remember you're representing mm. so many people and you're keeping that door ajar yes. for so many other yes. people to come. Yeah. Because once you, unfortunately for us, we don't have the luxury of being able to fail, mm. and that is the reality mm. of, of being yeah. able to what to yeah. fail. Yeah. To fail. Yeah. So we we have to keep that door open for many other women. So coming true, in. Jane. Where are we as storytellers right now as females? I think you know just like where are we as as a woman today? One hundred percent. And I think as women today, we are finding ourselves. Absolutely. That's the first thing. We're finding our voices. We're mm. using our voices mm. as storytellers, and uh, it's just 
I'm just feeling so like invigorated and recharged. Absolutely. Just, especially, you know, sitting amongst these younger women <laughs> and, you know, women of color who are just doing it for themselves mm. and telling their stories yeah. and doing it in such a phenomenal way. I just want to say, you know, congratulations Aww. to everybody. Yes. But, but for so long, we have not been able to find ourselves because mm -hmm. we have been told by the powers that be mm -hmm. what women should be. Mm -hmm. yep. And for women of today to have that, to have the chance to find your voice, to use your voice mm. and find yourselves, I think that that's where we are. And that must be like, you know what? The world has to be moving in some right direction. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Any, you're an actress. From I your am. perspective, where are we as storytellers? Ooh, so I want to I want to take a bit from what you said. You know how you said we as women we're finding ourselves and mm. we're getting there's another layer. I feel like we're getting comfortable in mm. that voice yeah. as well. Yes. Because you know, it's it's one thing to be given the stage, but then how at peace are you with what you have to say Absolutely. and how confident are you to even like explore everything that mm. we have because we don't mm. have it all mm. figured out yeah. and that's okay and that should be okay for us mm. you know how you say we don't have the right to fail like it's okay to knock yourself yeah. down and be yeah. able to stand up yeah. and so I feel true. like that's the like we're not perfect no one is and you might not you might not do 100% in everything but mm. it's it's very important to learn from your mistakes it's okay yeah. to make a mistake so true. and then Someone's you know just the courage to try again yeah. Yeah. and bet on yourself yeah. again and we as females we should be giving that equal opportunity mm. and I'm just glad that like I sit here and I'm like the time is now how lucky am, yeah. am I to be in this yeah. space now yeah. because 100%. the world is my author I can do yeah. anything I want to do yeah. you know and and Kemi, there's something you said when like people would say, "Oh, you're you're one of the 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 best female directors." What does that even mean? Mm. Female director. Female, you know what I mean? Qualifying. I'm a, yeah. qualifying. <laughs> but we, you know, I'm just happy that we're 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 leaning or we're going towards a place where you know we can stand in our own power. And I cannot wait to see what the world would be. Absolutely. In you know, in in a few years to come. I think to summarize it all, to to quote Miss Oprah Winfrey, "Were we silent?" Or were we silenced? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's the more important question. Ladies, thank you so much. Thank, thank you for having me. Before you wrap up, I do want to say like, conversations like these are important because it's also important to know, like how you say mm. you hate to rewatch your work. I'm like, yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, like, so I'm, like, crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to redo the whole thing. Yeah. So it's like, and even just to let other people know that it's like, it's okay. But yeah. the, the point yeah. is, what do we keep doing? Yeah. We put our heads down and we yeah. carry on. Absolutely. And we need to celebrate each other yes. and we need to collaborate more Absolutely. see let me tell you that's the, that's the thing collaborate that's more. the thing I yeah. want to see though yes. I, I, I feel like women are doing great things I really mm. believe at least I don't yes. know not like we need to we need to collaborate collaborate, collaborate. more we need to support each other we yes. need to speak Absolutely. talking and yes. sharing experiences yes. it's yes. so important yeah. it's like so Voltron. important everybody yeah. comes together yeah. Yeah. you know to yeah. fight the enemy yeah. Here's what we're I'm already thinking. making the, the, the rom-com that's the thing all I'm going to say is if you see new Netflix <laughs> and you see these familiar faces. <laughs> this You're is welcome. What happened. <laughs> You're welcome. Ladies, thank you so much for taking thank the time you. out to thank come you. through, to be vulnerable, to share your stories as well. They matter. They matter. And keep on telling those stories. Fear and fearless, just share your stories. Ladies, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you to all our guests, Kemi, Eni, Jane, Reti, for taking the time out to be with us today and to you as well for joining us. Today, we really have had the privilege of discussing some of the touch points that affect women across film and television in Africa. The conversation does not end here. Please send us through your thoughts as well. Make sure to do the right thing and catch all the African stories that are represented here by lovely friends on Netflix and make sure to see for yourself while we're never late but always on time. African time! <laughs> I love that. Now streaming on all podcast platforms.